Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Ariel. And this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down each episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 6, Higher Education. Mary, what happened this week? Brandon isn't proud of how he did on his last American history test, especially when he finds out Steve got an A. While studying together for the next quiz, Steve tells Brandon to study some material they haven't covered in class. Brandon is surprised when the first question on the quiz is exactly what Steve told him to study. Brandon is torn between cheating to do well and being honest, especially when he overhears Cindy and Jim talking about how he should be on the honor roll. Kelly and Brenda are both interested in Dylan. When he mentions he likes blondes, Brenda wants to change up her look. Cindy won't pay for the expensive professional cut and color, so Brenda takes matters into her own hands. Brenda lets Kelly dye her hair with disastrous results. The peach pit. (laughs) (laughs) The peach pit is different. I was going to say, like, this is not the same restaurant that we saw in the last episode. It might be similar interior-wise. It's definitely similar interior, but that exterior shot that actually says the peach pit. Yep is not the same place that we were at last well, time. Well, it's the first time we've seen the actual neon peach yeah. pit sign. So yeah. that's actually funny that they just don't care at all they about... They're not even trying. No, the continuity just doesn't exist in this world, and I actually kind of like that. <laughs> Keeps <laughs> us on our toes. Yeah, I wonder if like they came up at the restaurant a couple episodes ago, and then they wanted to put scenes in it, like last episode, and they are just like, shit. <laughs> we don't have a scene for this and so they just threw it somewhere and that's how we got like the apple house or whatever it was the called. apple core the apple would core be better <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he shows up at the peach pit this time and it's got the neon sign and it's a nicer looking place and but i'm here for it i'm here for the well, peach pit and i'm here for that exactly because it seems like finally they're giving it some like legitimate you know, like status or whatever. So it's mm. like, okay, they're putting in the effort <laughs> to give it a real <laughs> sign, a real exterior, a real interior, because this is going to be uh, like a staple, right? Mm. It's going to be the local hangout, which I'm so here for because I love it and I know that it becomes the local hangout. So, <laughs> <laughs> But until then, it will be where Brandon's teachers go to eat pie. Apparently, that's he, – and he's a regular, right? Yeah. Nat which- says he's a regular, like, I love, I know it's a TV show, and that's why we're not seeing all this stuff. But yeah, when Brandon's just like, oh, Mr. Danzel, this teacher that I've had for three months easily is just here. Yeah. Like, see, and this was an interesting thought for me because Brandon immediately, like, goes to uh, approach him. Mm-hmm. Me, if I saw a teacher out of class, I would just beeline the opposite direction as fast as I possibly could. I did oh, yeah. not want to interact with them. Okay, so when I was in high school, I worked at the Build-A-Bear Workshop. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and one of my high school teachers, Mr. Henry, shout out Mr. Henry, um, he had a little kid mm-hmm. and one Saturday... It was somebody else's birthday party, but his kid was invited to the birthday party, so he brought him, and I was doing the birthday party, oh my gosh. and he saw me and, like, basically dove behind displays. <laughs> like, he was just like, I'm not here, and hid, and I was just like, we're cool with that. So he avoided you? Yeah. Like, Oh, my gosh. That, what a role reversal. I don't know. Maybe we're the weird ones, because I have a friend that works in a high school, no, a middle school now, mm. and she's there, like, 
media specialist person so they see her like not for classes but like anytime yep. they go to the library and she has said that people like when they run into her the kids will come say hi to her and she's just like no <laughs> <laughs> it's saturday yeah don't come talk to me i'll talk to you on monday yeah so maybe, maybe we're the weird ones that are avoiding our teachers and maybe. our teachers are the ones that know what's up maybe I don't know. I did not. I would not have done it. I would not have done it. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody outside of the place I'm supposed to be seeing them. Well, especially if like, yeah, it's like my place of work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, I just don't need that personal connection necessarily. Well, and you're just a different person outside of yeah. work than you are in at work. So like, you know, what if one of your teachers is like super into like heavy metal yeah or i was thinking the same thing <laughs> and like you run into them and they're in like giant leather boots and yep. their hair is all crazy and like they put in all of their piercings that they have to take out during the week and then you're like oh my god you have tattoos and wear spikes and then you literally just mind blown and you can't look at them the yeah. same it's literally like the glass is shattered exactly <gasps> exactly but again, this is an episode where the teacher comes in for one episode. And we never see him again. Yeah. And I mean, we don't have confirmation on that because obviously well, okay, we're only fair. two episodes I'm assuming. Six, but still, the track record's not good. <laughs> I was say, they have a lot of classes. I want to mm-hmm. start like keeping track of their schedule and yeah. see because Brandon's in Spanish, tech class, and history now that we've seen all of those teachers and presumably we'll never see again. And then... Uh, Brenda has been in English class, chemistry, math, and would you count driver's ed as a class? Apparently, because like the way, I guess sort of, cause I guess it, I mean, it wasn't clear if it was like, I mean, it was still at the school, but it mm-hmm. wasn't clear if this was after school hours and it was like an after school program type of thing, or if it was like fifth period or something like that yeah because ours was a period like you would oh take, you had one too yeah what yeah it was like health and driver's <laughs> ed so you for half the semester you would do driver's ed and then the other half of the semester you would have a health class what yeah that's baffling yeah Wait, we didn't no, have like, that oh okay. we had to take it as like a separate program driver's ed like on saturdays in the summer or something like that it was horrible oh no i mean <laughs> yeah. like i still had to do my saturday driving mm-hmm. but like it was through the school. So like my parents, oh. I think they had to like pay a little extra for the class. Mm-hmm. And that's how they like, the guy came to my house and like picked me up in his like driver's ed what? car. Is this not This normal? is no, <laughs> well, maybe mine's not normal because we did it at like one of the old high schools in our county and it was like county wide. So like we have students that would come in and there's like different programs, I guess throughout the year, but mine was over the summer. And so we had like classes. So we'd like watch videos or we would like have like like lessons or whatever, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we would do our drive. But we left from that school. So it's like no one came to our house. Oh, no, that guy picked me. I I don't know. Maybe my parents just didn't want to drive me anywhere. And they were just like, we will give you an extra 20 bucks if you will just come get her. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, don't make us drive. Yeah, that was so not how mine worked. So maybe I'm the weird one. Yeah, no, but that is a. I'm gonna start tracking that. I'm gonna see how many classes yep. they go to that we just never see the teachers again. And like by the end of the year, are they gonna be in like 12 classes? They're gonna be in like 37 classes and <laughs> struggling in all of them. <laughs> I mean, technically, so far, Brenda failed that chemistry quiz, mm-hmm. which like put her in jeopardy week one already. And then Brandon failed his one history quiz, yep, which he was freaking out about. And that was just well, but. He failed that quiz, but the teacher grades on an insane curve. Yeah. It's like, what was it, like 
it's 10% A's, 10% F's, and everyone else gets a C, which I thought was interesting because Brandon raises his hand and is like, but the, some of the people who got C's only got three questions wrong. And I just yeah. wanted to be like, out of how many? If you right. miss three out of 10, that's a 70 and exactly. you deserve your C. Yeah. And then, but then his, the teacher's logic was like, but the people who got A's only missed one or two. Yeah. So is it really like two questions wrong to three questions wrong and you go from A to C? Like that seems like a... I mean, I guess that's what grading on a curve well, is, but still. But I I had some questions about that because I was just like, I don't totally understand what this episode is trying to be about. Because right. clearly it is about Brandon cheating. But yeah. like, it could also have been about this guy being a really bad teacher. Like, I came into it, like, I read the synopsis on Amazon before I started. And I was like, okay, Brandon's going to cheat on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I see where this is going. But this could also have been like... Um, an episode where like everybody hated the teacher and there was an episode in Degrassi where <laughs> <laughs> one of the English teachers like everyone just hated her and they like egged her car or something oh, because they were so mad at her and she comes out and sees that the car has been egged and she like breaks down crying because the reason she was at the school was she was teaching English to like English as a second language Mm -hmm. to adults that didn't speak English. Yep. And so, like, it was, like, they egged the car, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're a terrible person for failing me. And then they saw that she was a good person, and they felt bad about it. And I was like, of course. I could see it going that way, too. Well, yeah. And in the beginning of the episode, it's not really set up to know whether it's, like, does the teacher just suck? Like, is the teacher out to get students? Mm. Or... Is there supposed to be an underlying lesson here? Like, what's the point? Whereas, like, with the other episodes, I felt like the point was literally just to further the episode's plot. Yeah. Whereas with with this one, it's almost like, okay, this teacher might actually have a shot at being a recurring character or, like, somebody mm-hmm. that you see more than one time. But, obviously, I don't think he will. But, yeah. but at least with the others, it was literally just, like, they were a person with, like, two lines to then further the rest of the episode. Yeah, but he's like a main character. He's showing up outside of school. Exactly. He's showing up outside of class. Exactly. So it's almost like you have hope for this teacher. But no, it's just to support Brandon and his moral dilemma for Mm -hmm. this week. He's the girl of the week. (laughs) Mr. Danzel is the girl of the week. (laughs) All right. So six for six. (laughs) Girls of the week. Oh, Lord. And stupid Brandon. I mean, I get that he's concerned about that one grade but I think it was like if this had been a problem at the school as a whole like with the curve and how Mm -hmm. he grades things it would have been shut down way earlier yeah that was the thing that really got me is like Brandon is not some sort of innovator of complaining about this curve exactly happened before and you know there would definitely be other kids who brought home a C and their parents would be like I'm sorry, you're just going to, you know, either give them a C or fail them Mm -hmm. unjustly because that's how your curve works. You can't just fail my child. Exactly. And you would think because there's other students in this class other than Brandon that are main characters of the show, Mm -hmm. Steve, Andrea, Donna, Donna gets lines, hashtag Donna gets lines, (laughs) (laughs) not lines of Coke, lines of script. We don't know about Donnie yet. I don't know about her. We don't know her backstory. But she gets some words here. And her words that come out of her mouth (laughs) 
are so judgmental. She's so, <laughs> so mean, mean to him. She looks so innocent and like just like a little lackey of Kelly. But no, she might run the whole operation. I was going to say, she's the one that's like leaning back to talk to Steve, who's a terrible person in his own. And right. she's just like, oh, you think you're terrible? Watch this. Yeah. Hold my beer. I'm equally, <laughs> if not more terrible. <laughs> and then Steve would be like, oh, beer? Drink. Yeah. Drink. Look, 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 look. <laughs> But no, finally Donna gets lines. But my whole point to that, before we got excited about Donna getting lines, uh, was that they had other major characters in this episode, in this class. Mm-hmm. So you'd think if this curve was such a huge issue, it would have been, you know, raised by them too. Mm-hmm. But then we really see Steve, like, getting the A's in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Him and, you know, maybe Andrea gets, like, yeah, an Andrea A Andrea definitely here. gets the A's. But I am guilty of as soon as hearing that Steve got an A, being like, excuse me? Wait, Steve's smart? <laughs> I didn't believe it. So I'm guilty of pulling a brand in here and just assuming the worst in someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just couldn't believe that Steve got an A. I was like, there's got to be a reason Steve's getting an A. I, I didn't think it was cheating off the bat, but like I thought it just had been either... I don't know, like he was in with the teacher or his mom knew the teacher or I don't know, just something. It it was weird. And I mean, I did see the episode synopsis before we started watching it. So it was kind of, you know, tainted in that way. But I didn't think he was literally just like walking into this guy's classroom, taking it off the desk, photocopying it and putting it back, which is just so obvious. That's kind of also like elaborate. Yeah. Just to get on the right side of the curve. But at the same time, like... You know, they talk about how Dylan took it last year. Mm-hmm. So That's true. So, you know, this is not like all sophomores take this class at this time. Right. Because Dylan is in the grade with them. Yep. But it's so. also clear that Dylan's like super smart. Yeah, Dylan got A's. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, they say he asks what grades he, that Dylan got and Dylan's like, does it matter? But like, Ugh. you know Dylan got A's. But also, how evolved is Dylan? Because <laughs> like, I, I think we're jumping the gun a little bit. Obviously, but like. Yeah. They have a conversation because Brandon's obviously confronted with, like, this dilemma of should he cheat, should he not cheat. Well, and he's so concerned about grades in this one class. And he talks with Dylan, and Dylan's like, well, no, actually, like, I learned a lot from this guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's, like, you know, asking about his grades, and he's like, well, do grades really matter? And then he just, like, he lays down the line of, like, hey, man, you're flirting with some bad karma here. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Dylan, why are you so good? Like, Why can't Dylan be the main character? Why can't every episode be the Dylan McKay show? But also it's like, how did he get to be so good? Like he's just inherently good. And I know we talk about this since like every episode, <laughs> but he is just so good. It's like he's worked out his moral dilemmas. He's mm-hmm. worked out this karma. At like 16. Yes. And, and he's it's just like, got it. Probably because he had to and he had to grow up faster, whatever it may be. But for Brandon to be so... I guess, tunnel vision, you know? He's obsessed. Yeah. And then there's Dylan just being like, hey, man, this doesn't really matter. Yeah. So why don't you find what does matter? And I'm just like, God, Dylan. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, like, Andrea does the same thing, too. Like, she gets to see, and I feel like we're going to have to, like, read 
cover all of this at some mm-hmm. point. But she gets a C after Brandon has cheated his way to an A. Yeah. And she starts talking about how like a C on one of these quizzes in this class or like that this class gets her a C is going to be the difference between Yale and a community college. Yeah. Like and that was, was like dramatic. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. But she also gets really mad at Brandon for cheating, which I personally. Rightfully so. Yeah. Personally, I would have gotten really mad too. And I, I felt, I felt even though. Even though Andrea was like maybe like getting a little bit too mad because I think she's acting a little too invested in Brandon, it goes back to that whole he probably needs her. Mm-hmm. I still would have been equally mad and equally upset because a, you're ruining your own ruining your own future. But b, now you're starting to mess with mine, and well, I'm and not about thing. to have like, that. If that curve hadn't existed, this episode wouldn't exist, right? Because if he cheated, like Andrea being mad at him mm-hmm. would be a lot of like, why do you care? Exactly. 100%. But because it affects her, like, it makes so much more sense. But yep. they, they're they all freaking out, mm-hmm. being sophomores in high school and caring about this stuff. Meanwhile, Steve is just cheating his way to an A for no reason because he's just like, doesn't he say, like, his dad is on the board at USC or something like that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. His dad is on the board. Also, can we just talk about how that joke, or not joke, but that fact also does not age well? <laughs> That he's basically (gasps) saying his dad's on the board at USC. And he's going to cheat his way into school. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even make the connection. (gasps) So if this universe exists, when Full House universe exists, (laughs) Aunt Becky's been planning this for a long time. (laughs) Aunt Becky's been in on it. (laughs) She knows Steve's dad. That's how she got her daughter into college. Okay, so now what we're saying is that Full House and Beverly Hills 90210 exist in the same universe. Do you think yes. they watch Wake Up San Francisco with Wake Danny Tanner every morning? Up, but up. Yes. No, absolutely. What else would they watch? There's no. They can't just listen to the radio station. Oh, no. I bet. The, what's the, what do they call it? What's the radio station for the school? WK. No, it's nope. like KWBH. That's it. Yeah, KWBH. Yep, that's it. Yeah. So that's their radio. Then they've got Wake Up San Francisco as their television. <laughs> and then their sitcoms are The Hartley House, which is Steve's mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Samantha right, Sanders. It. I think Samantha Sanders and Danny Tanner probably dated at one point. They've I'm definitely met. She's hot definitely take. been on Wake Up San Francisco. Hot take. Yep. Hot take. Yep. But yeah, so that does not age well. And he, but Steve's fine with it. He is totally fine with just being like, I'm either going to cheat or my dad's going to get me into college. So it won't matter. Well, and actually, so. When we were talking about how, like, the episode started and Steve got an A and you Mm -hmm. were just like, Steve's smart. And I'm saying, like, oh, well, you know, I knew it was going to be about cheating. I didn't actually know it was going to be Steve getting Brandon to cheat. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, when Steve got the A, I was just like, Steve doesn't suck today? Yeah, exactly. It almost seemed like, wait. Steve's a good student. He's not. What is what does Andrea call him? In um, spoiled slut. He's not a spoiled slut. He gets an S for smart this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, it is surprising that I mean surprising, but not surprising. So we got another S there that Steve uh, gets Brandon to cheat. Mm-hmm. More so that it's surprising that Brandon actually like cheated because yeah. I feel like he's always pushing Brenda morally. He's pushing. Uh, you know, just other people. The girls of the week. Yes, the girls of the week in a moral way. He even pushes the girl of the week this week, Dr. Danzel, yeah. morally. Because he's like, what you're doing to us is wrong. You're like making us get regular 
or like freak out about these quizzes, but you're not actually making us think. Mm -hmm. But then because I don't know, Brandon, maybe the teacher's smarter than you. Yeah. He turns it back on its head and makes Brandon think the next day in class or one of the next days in class. Yeah. And then Brandon doesn't, he's, oh, he doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. No, that was one of those things I kind of noticed in this episode was maybe like, Maybe Brandon's just not as smart as he wants to think he is. No, he's like certainly maybe not. Maybe he has spent all of this time thinking he's some hotshot because nobody has told him otherwise. Right. But he's been challenged in basically every single episode. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think at some point, like, if he's supposed to be so smart that he would, I don't know, start thinking about this of like, all right, well, maybe I am a B-level student in history class. Mm-hmm. Like, he talked about how history is one of his favorite classes. Yes. But was it just your favorite class because you were getting A's? Because if it was really your favorite class, you would actually be studying American history. You would actually be wanting to absorb these things and, you know, thinking through like the teacher's challenging you to do. Exactly. It wouldn't just be some timeline of events and facts and figures and things like that. It would actually be the morality or the why or whatever Mm. behind everything and so when he is in the peach pit again uh with doctor i keep wanting to call him dr danzel because i I feel like he's a doctor but he's a mister um when he confronts him in the peach pit he throws a full cam newton style hissy fit right at him and i'm like boy who are you talking to like in no way, A, do you talk to anyone like that? No. Much less your teacher who's, like, your superior. Like, who gave you this right? He's so entitled. I literally wrote in my notes, he's so entitled, it makes me furious. I, because he just does whatever he wants and doesn't think about any consequence. He also doesn't really get any consequences, which is, I think, what the problem is. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, I've seen it more, like, I guess, um, concretely on Brenda's side of, mm-hmm. like, not getting... Um, not getting grounded for taking the car out without a license or, you know, not getting grounded for the whole stealing thing that wasn't really her fault, but that's not really the point. When they thought it was her fault, they didn't ground her. But yeah, like Brandon is not really facing any consequences for his actions. They're just less concrete. Like Mm -hmm. when he, you know, in the last episode, he was just yelling at James and kind of, you know, just being a racist. Right. Nothing happened. He apologized to James. James accepted it. He still made it onto the JV basketball team, and his dad wasn't mad at him. Yep. And even before that, when Cheryl was in town, they have sex under their parents' roof without a talk until the very end. Mm-hmm. And he gets mad at her for running away and, 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 you know, interacting with Dylan and things like that. He just gets mad, and no one calls him out on it, and no one makes him, like, understand his actions. He just brushes it off and talks about getting ice cream later. You know what? Brandon could really benefit from therapy. Oh, everyone could. But I yes. mean, everyone could. But Certainly Brandon. Brandon could really benefit from, like, someone actually challenging him to talk about his feelings. 100%. Which, to an extent, I think that's kind of what Andrea's character is supposed to be. That's a good but point. But I think that's putting a lot on a teenage girl to do. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not his responsibility to, quote, unquote, fix him, but also like repair you know like do the things to Brandon that Brandon should be doing himself yeah that's not her job but I do I do like that there's at least one person in this show Mm -hmm. that's connected to Brandon that challenges him and tries to make him better like and makes him see like hey these are your flaws pal Mm -hmm. and you need to do something about it because you're better than this yeah which I question whether or not he actually is but that's yeah. not the i am not in the show so it well, doesn't matter. yeah it's not for us to make that decision but 
again, it's good that there's someone. Yeah. God, someone. <laughs> Please make this Anyone, boy better. Somebody. Uh, but he also sucks at cheating. So <laughs> he's so bad at cheating. While we're talking about his flaws, <laughs> let's point out how bad he is. Like, I'm just going to reach down here plain as day. Well, and it was like a whole thing. Like, wasn't that the same scene where he's like sitting there and he's staring at the test and he like, mm-hmm. knows he has the answers, but he hasn't started filling anything out yet? Yep. And Mr. Danzel is like, is there a problem, Brandon? So mm-hmm. he's looking at Brandon. And then Brandon's like, no, everything's fine, whatever. So he's made a scene in class. People are turning to look at him. Andrea's turning to look at him. And then the teacher goes back to things and he's like, I'm just going to lean down yeah. and pull this giant five by seven note card out <laughs> yeah. of my book. He might like, as well bend and snapped his way up with those notes. I know, he might have just walked up to Mr. Danzel's table and just been like, number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write this right in front of you. Here is my note card with all of my answers. Yep. You may wonder where it came from. Yep. And Andrea literally catches him in the act because it's obvious it's so obvious and then there's just like that knowing look and she's rightfully mad at him right and it's not even just knowing like like obviously she caught him cheating but Mm. just the actual like you messed up i thought you were better than this kind of reaction Mm -hmm. which is so important well and it's funny because like at the beginning of the episode when he got the c and he was so mad at it so he you know he's he tries to study with her first right yeah yeah they have a study group together just them yeah, which, by the way, they were in his room with the door shut, mm-hmm. and, like, dad just, like, pops his head in and then shuts it again, and it's trying to be like, I'm sorry. Like, you know Brandon has had sex in this room with the door shut while you were home, and you're yep. not going to question him having another girl in the house? If you think it's inappropriate, why does it matter, like, who's in there? They shouldn't be in yeah. there. Put them in the, the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, clearly the whole point of him even coming in was to point out how wonderful Brandon is and how good he is to show how much pressure he's putting on Brandon yes not to parent God God forbid (laughs) Jim and Cindy ever parent jeez yeah I think Cindy tries to on Brenda bad at it so bad yeah and they try and study and he just starts yelling at her Mm -hmm. which just pissed me off me too because it's like how dare someone come in and try to study and actually try to like you know, give a crap about Brandon's well-being. Like, how dare someone try to understand what he's going through? It's like, okay, you realize, like, Andrea is from out of district. She travels very far to and from school. She studies really hard. She's the editor of the paper. Like, Mm -hmm. she also has a really intense life. So haven't you ever thought, like, oh, maybe I can relate. Maybe we actually can, like, complain about our situations together and help each other through it but no no never brandon always has the hardest life and nobody mm-hmm. will understand and blah 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 because like when she asks him or no he asks her the question mm-hmm. and she gets it right and he's like no you're wrong and i was just like what is happening here yeah like, it was like really why is weird. this so intense it was like so weird how he was so convinced that andrea was wrong well and he was willing to fight her about yeah. it but not try and learn and i think that's what got me because like uh maybe a few seconds later um when she talks about how it's not that hard and he gets really defensive and mm-hmm. i get that i don't really like when people say like oh it's not that hard i don't understand why you can't do it oh right yeah so, like, because everyone does, has different strengths yeah that does yeah. bother me but like I think if they had actually talked instead of just like turning into a yelling match and she leaves, like 
she gets A's on these tests. She's clearly got a way of studying for them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like it, but it's going to get you the A. Right. And you don't have to necessarily like adopt that studying method or adopt that way of doing it. But it's like Brandon doesn't even recognize that like Andrea is doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's whatever she's doing is working for her. Well, if that doesn't work for Brandon, then he should be like, okay, that's fine, but I got to find what works for me. And apparently in this episode, it's cheating. Well, that's the thing. Like, he tried to talk to her, and then he blows up in her face mm-hmm. and doesn't actually accept her help. He could have gone to Dylan, but he just doesn't do it. Ugh. Which, like, mm. I know. He should have. Know. Everyone should go to Dylan for all of their <laughs> needs. But then he goes to Steve, and it's pretty obvious from the get-go that what Steve is doing isn't the right way to do it. Because yeah. he gives him the first question word for word. Literally word for word. Yeah, and he's like, you know, floating around in his pool and just <laughs> saying stuff off the top of his head. Steve knows how to cheat. Steve, Steve does. memorizes those questions. Steve has, Steve has like perfected the art of cheating in this, in this class, yeah. which is like, I don't know how long it took him to do it because it seems like he did it. So he must have learned from like an upperclassman or like mm. maybe he knew about this class beforehand because he's born and raised in L.A. So <laughs> guaranteed someone came before him. But yeah, it's like kind of amazing how good he is at cheating in this class. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's also still the worst. We can confirm 10 out of 10. Steve is Steve the worst. Is the worst. But... I think what was even in- more interesting is that, like, after Brandon cheats a couple times, and I think this was after Andrea finds out that Brandon cheated, but, like, Steve comes to the peach pit to talk to Brandon and not make sure he's, like, okay or anything or, like, ask him how it's yeah. going. But he basically comes to the peach pit to say, you're not going to tell yeah, you're not me, gonna right? on me. Yeah, which was messed up on a Steve level that is probably normalized at this point, mm-hmm. but still messed up because it's like, dude, wait, hold no, on. No, Steve only cares about Steve. Yeah. Because I thought it was interesting when, like, Brandon first figures out that Steve is cheating. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, what does Steve say? He says, um, what am I going to do? Make an announcement on KWBH? <laughs> I confess I cheated on a test or, like, I stole the test. And I was like, well, Brandon did that. I know that's a Brandon l- made an announcement on KWBH about not sleeping with, what was her name? Marianne. God, it's been five episodes and I'm already forgetting <laughs> all of their names. It's so bad. But it's like kind of like a subtle savage takedown of Brandon because like, even though it wasn't on purpose probably for him to say like, what am I going to do? Announce it on the radio? It's like, yes. kind of making yeah, fun that's of him. Exactly what you're gonna <laughs> yeah. do. But that was the thing. It's like he, re- Steve, really risked his whole cheating thing yeah. by letting Brandon in on it all. And I was just like, yep. You shouldn't have done this, Steve. Probably not. Like, I mean, I don't really know the motive behind getting someone else to cheat with you. Maybe it was like in some way of Steve getting some attention because like no one knew that Steve was cheating, right? Presumably. That's fair. So it was like maybe he was kind of like, you know, like people brag about things they probably shouldn't brag about mm-hmm. sometimes. It's like maybe that was Steve's way of bragging about something he probably shouldn't be bragging about. But then maybe the other reason he did it was because Brandon's like his friend now. So it's like, okay, I can trust this guy. A, he's not going to rat me out. B, if I can get him to do it with me, then I have an ally in this now and I've got some attention. And But it's like good attention. It's not like, you know, somebody's going to rat me out kind of thing. Yeah, and it, it makes sense that you're saying the attention thing because, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen in the past where like he has this really weird relationship with his mom and then he says that his dad's really never around. Mm-hmm. His parents have been through a bunch of divorces on both sides. And there are other kids in the mix. And like, yep. like I said, Steve could really benefit for some, from some therapy. Yes. Like, it's very true. 
All these kids could. (laughs) Yes. Like, he just, he clearly has some internal issue, like, dealing with all of these things. And, yeah, he wants the attention and stealing the test and getting the A's seems to be the way that he wants to do it. And, yeah, like, he's bringing Brandon in with it to be like, oh, we're friends now. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with What's-Her-Face in the the stealing. I know. I was literally about to say, maybe Steve could try stealing his parents' attention. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of stealing the test, you should steal your parents' attention. Exactly. Oh, Cindy. Her quippy (laughs) one-liners. Such a good parent. Yeah, and I think Danzel is there again at the Peach Pit after mm-hmm. Steve and or yeah, because he was waiting outside the Peach yeah, Pit because he, got he had a flat, a flat tire, tire. And then Brandon helps him change it and drops the copy of the test on the ground. Right. Which like I really wanted Brandon to get caught. And maybe he did. I mean, we don't know for sure. That's fair. That is fair. Because on the one side, a you learn a little bit more personally about Mr. Danzel and that his wife died and that's why he wears the suits that she picked out for mm-hmm. him, which is super sweet. I know. And I was just If like, Donna knew that, she'd probably like change her lines. Or maybe know. she wouldn't I mean, have had lines. I was gonna say, <laughs> they would have just taken Donna out of the episode. Exactly. But um yeah, so you get like a little slice of Doctor not Doctor, Mr. Mm-hmm. Senor <laughs> Danzel's like actual life. Which puts that little bit of connection, like, okay, Brandon, maybe you really shouldn't cheat because, like, you know, this is a real person on the other side of it, and he's got a reason for doing the curve, and he mm. wants to make you think, and blah, 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 blah. Cheating answers come out, and then he just picks it up and hands it to him. Brandon's clearly, like, you know, palm sweaty. Yeah, he's, he's like, heavy. oh, my God, I'm about to get caught. Yes, and which we don't know if he actually gets caught. because yeah, we, we can't know. prove it. Yeah, but he might. But anyway, then the next day is when the midterm is, or, you know, whenever. I'm not sure if it's next day. Whatever. Timeline in this is very... Well, and that was the thing, is they took a couple of these quizzes that mm-hmm. were supposed to be every week. And exactly. And I was just like, what time of year is it? Yeah, because they also had a test and a midterm. Yeah, and he mentions he has, like, three tests in other classes, and I was like, are these also midterms? Right. Like, are, is, is this it your finals week? class? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is this tech class? Do you what have is, tests in tech, tech yeah. class? What is going on? Yeah. But yeah, and then you hear from Mr. Denzel that the midterm, you know, rip it up, which made me very much think of our board games and how I <laughs> hate just ripping anxious. up cards. Like, but why? What if you need it later? Yeah, like I need this test. I need this test. Wait, no, rip it up? No, I can't. <laughs> and so they rip up the test and the, uh, Mr. Denzel says, you're going to write a one page essay mm-hmm. and it's going to be on like what you took from this like using historical facts using yeah the what, subject matter what was the question it was, it like, was like what, what should would, they have done yeah like what uh should the government had done differently in this time period mm-hmm. which is probably why dylan liked the class and he said he actually learned because all those quizzes and all those tests and all those whatever led him to that midterm yeah it gives you the basis of knowledge of like all right well here's what they did yep now let's talk about the why and the why is going to be a lot more of your grade. Yeah. And like, that, I yeah. have to give you that base knowledge, but now I'm going to force you to use it. Exactly. 100%. And obviously it's hard to see the forest through the trees, you know, when it's actually happening to you. But then it's like, 
Brandon wastes so much time and energy on getting angry at things that he doesn't understand in the moment Mm -hmm. because then he has this big aha moment like, oh, that's why he acted the way he did. That's why this curve is the way it is. That's why whatever. Mm -hmm. But then what kills me is when he turns in his midterm. I wrote I wrote this down. Yeah. He basically admits to cheating. And nothing happened. No consequences. All I want is for someone to face the consequences. Yes. Like whether it's going to be Brandon or whether it's going to be Steve. Mm -hmm. The only person that had anything bad happen to them in this class was Andrea because she got a C because Brandon got the A. Exactly. But like nothing bad happened to him. He admitted to cheating and nothing bad happened. He got the thing he wanted which was to force him to think more. I kind of really wanted him to get a C on that midterm and Ugh. like just knock him down a peg and just be yes. like, you are not as smart as you think you are. Yes, I would have too. I mean, we don't see the end up, uh, the end result grades or whatever, mm-hmm. but let's just hope he got a C so that like future episodes we can be like, ha! You know he got an A. You <laughs> know, know Steve got an F. Yeah. Because Steve prepared for the other one and just memorized facts. And oh, that's a good doesn't point. doesn't use his brain. Or yep. Whatever. And I really hope Andrea gets an A because she deserves it. She deserves it. She studied a lot. She works really hard on this show. I mean, she studies like crazy. She commutes to and from home, which is really far away. She's She's on on the the paper. paper. Like, homegirl is clearly the overachiever Mm -hmm. without the credit. And so I hope she gets, you know, gets a chance to shine at some point. I hope she's valedictorian. I don't remember if she is, but I hope she is. That would be so good. I know. Yeah, I have... A note after she like catches him cheating in there in I think they're in the newspaper room and she's like you're the one person around here and she like kind of trails off because yes. she's so upset and I was just like he's not a good guy well, he has constantly come to you and been like sorry I can't do this thing you asked me to do right and I want to know what the end of her sentence was because it could go in a lot of different directions mm-hmm. like it could have been you're the only person who talks to me yeah you're the only person who challenges you're me. the only person I thought I could compete with exactly yes exactly it's like I'm really curious what that end of that sentence was because if it really shows that Andrea values their friendship or their you know whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. very very much because she's getting something out of it which is beyond me that she could be getting anything out of this but she is and she thought it was mutual that either she was helping him or she was like relating to him or something. Basically that, you know, the feelings on either side were the same. And now she's the one that suffers from this because he's a little prick. Yeah. And like, I don't remember if they really resolved that at the end of the episode. But like, that's another thing where like nothing bad is going to happen to Brandon. Like they're not going to stop being friends. Right. And they do make up. Like yeah. he, he okay. ends up saying... um, Something it, it was up like that weird third person thing. It's like, oh, you know, okay. he's like, because I really care about you and respect you, or because uh, it was like something so dumb. It was like the third party where he's like, well, you see, I have this friend, and you know, she's respected more than she knows, or something like like he yeah. says something weird. No, like I remember. That. I don't remember exactly what they said, yeah. but I do remember that. And like, oh, maybe they should meet, and I'm like, okay, this. This is dumb. Yeah, no. <laughs> but basically, they do make up, and but still, no consequences. Andrea is just like, okay, whatever. This is fine. Yeah, no, it drives me bananas. And like, yep. she is smarter than that. Oh, she 100%. should know. To, like, just dump Brandon's ass. Don't deal with him. But again, it probably goes back to she probably slightly has feelings for him. Hundred percent. And like, so it's harder to give up. They could be Brandria. 
Brandra. Ooh, that's a good one. No, Brandria. <laughs> Every other time they'll be Brandria, and then the next time they'll be Brandria. <laughs> yeah, Brandria, Brandria. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I'm I so love proud that one. one. All right, so lest we talk more about Brandon, I would love to then venture into Brenda territory. Because there's one thing that happens real big, but then there's another thing that happens real, real big. That's at the end. So let's just start. <laughs> let's just start at the beginning. Yes. So Brenda, I almost called her Branda. That it's happens, not that far off. That probably happens almost once an episode. Oh, yeah. I definitely call him Brendan but more so, than I call him Brandon. <laughs> yeah, easily. But so like it, in the midst of all the like, you know, in between classes, whatever, uh, Brenda and Cle- Kelly are talking. And here comes Dylan down the stairs in his cute little overalls. Oh, my God. Ugh. I mean, I totally get it. And I'm amazed that it took six episodes for them to just be like, who is that? Right. Like, interact at all? Yeah. Like, Brenda, I mean, Brandon <laughs> and uh, Dylan are friends. Yeah. They've hung out. They've interacted a bunch. Well, and so the thing is, at this point, Kelly has gone over to their house a couple times yeah. for dinner and for cookouts and to just hang out. And you would think that Dylan has been over a couple times, too, and there has to be some sort of overlap. But also you'd think, like, Kelly's probably born and raised in L.A., and Dylan, I think, is at least raised in L.A., maybe? For the most part. I get the feeling that, like, at some point his parents probably took him with and them when they around. traveled. Yeah. But then, like, dumped him back down as soon as they didn't have to anymore. But I would think at least maybe the last two years or so, mm-hmm. they would have been going to the same school. So you'd think Kelly would have known Dylan. Maybe she was blindsided by her JV basketball boyfriend, Steve. <laughs> yeah, her star of the JV basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Pre, pre-nose job. Pre-nose job. Yeah, the, so she was she was like looking down and hiding her face. <laughs> yeah. So she never saw Dylan. So what that's was, what happened. What was so funny, though, is like he comes walking down the stairs and like Kelly and Brenda immediately began talking about him. And uh, Brenda's like, well, I heard he was trouble. And Kelly goes, <laughs> oh, he can trouble me anytime. <gasps> me yes, too, girl. Kelly. Yes, girl. Me too. <laughs> 100% every day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, and then they come down to his uh, locker, and yep. I don't remember exactly what they asked him, where he was just like, well, I really like blondes, and he, yep. like, side-eyes to Brenda. Yeah, he likes, it's so weird, because what he was saying was not, like, the opposite of Brenda, but his eyes were like, I like you, Brenda, I like you, Brenda, I like you, Brenda, but his words were, I like you, Kelly, I like you, I Kelly. Know, maybe <laughs> he was trying to be less obvious, where he was just like, oh, I like blondes, but I mean, he even says it later, he's like... Blondes, brunettes, redheads. Yeah, he's like, like a typical dude in that way. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but like, yeah, he should have just been like, oh, I like blondes and I like brunettes. Mm-hmm. I, I like a girl that I can, you know, have a good conversation with. Yes. Because that is definitely something that Dylan would actually want. Oh, yeah. And that would throw Kelly out of the running right away. True, because all we know about Kelly is that she wears cowboy boots to the beach, she got a <laughs> nose job, and her mom thinks 6 a.m. is the middle of the night. <laughs> and she dresses like a reject from a Megadeth music oh, video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't forget that. Wonderful observation from Brandon. Yeah. What's yeah. funny, though, too, is that, like, as they were leaving, and, like, Kelly clearly picks up on, the like, chemistry or, like, the little, like, you know, eye contact from yeah. Dylan and Brenda, she also is like, ah, he's so weird. <laughs> it's like, okay, Kelly, you yeah. don't get all the attention all the time. I know. 
But then, so that prompts, like, Brenda just being like, oh, my God, my hair. Ugh. Which, like, her hair is fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Her bangs are a little iffy, but. But it was 1990, so exactly. I think that's, like, the thing that was in. Yeah, she looked, like, honestly, she kind of looked normal. I mean, Kelly has bangs, too. Yeah. Right? No, her like, little blonde I think bangs. the biggest difference between the two of them was just the hair color. Mm-hmm. And, like. When they were talking in the bathroom and Kelly and Donna were like, oh, yeah, we can just go to this guy that I know. You know, it's going to be like $300 for a cut in color, like, which seems excessive. But at the same time, to go from that dark of a brunette all the oh, way true. up to blonde, I was like, yeah, OK. Yeah, you got to like bleach that thing. Yeah, you got to do it in shades. You can't yeah. just go straight to blonde. You kill your hair. That's a good point. And then you got to maintain it. So it's not even like you can go once a month. You got to go like every two weeks because you're dark roots are going to show through. See, and that's crazy because like I never touched my hair chemically. So it's like I wouldn't know the process if it walked up and shouted in my face. This is the process. <laughs> but I mean, going, yeah, from that dark to that blonde, that would be an undertaking. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is like I dyed my hair a lot when I was in high school, mm-hmm. but like to a not that different color because yeah. I was really lazy and didn't want to deal with it. And sure. I also just did like the boxes of L'Oreal. Oh, nice. It did not <laughs> backfire on me like it did on Brenda. Oh, my gosh. But again, I did not try and go all the way to blonde in one go. But it backfires so hard. Oh, but before we get there, we got to talk about how Donna had more lines. Oh, my God. She's had some killers this episode. Ugh. I'm wearing both contacts in the same eye. How does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> I mean, I guess I understand the logistics of it. Maybe you accidentally like put both contacts in one of your like contact case things and then took them out at the same time and or, they just like you stuck. got distracted and so like you didn't like you put one in your left eye and then Kelly yeah. called you and you had to talk about something and then you went and put the next one in your left eye. But like I don't know, she's got to have like negative 0.25 or something that's the thing it's got to be virtually nothing yeah because like i would know i am blind 100 percent. like literally as soon as i put in one contact and i like blink and you know make sure it's all fine look in the mirror there's a clear difference between the vision like (laughs) all right i can see out of my left eye i can't see out of my right eye. exactly and mine's not even that strong of a prescription it's like negative 0.5 and the other or is that right yeah, 0.5 and the other's like negative 0.75. I don't know what it is. That's just not even fair. I'm yeah. like negative six. It's not bad. No, I'm negative seven. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah, mine's not that bad. No, it's like 0.5 and 0.75. Or like, maybe it's one. I don't know. It's have, not bad, but I bad enough. It's bad enough to tell if there's two contacts in one eye and, and no one in the other. Even if it's not prescription, like if they're just colored contacts, like oh, I yeah. think you would notice, especially with how much time they spend in front of a mirror. That's true. And then like one of them would have to be like drifting around in her eye. <laughs> yeah. So like if it's a colored contact, she just has like blue over here <laughs> and then like purple over here. Like what if she accidentally put two but different colors that would <laughs> She's look just got like three so colors of eye in one eye and then like the other one's eyes, just brown her eyes black <laughs> yeah gross so creepy. poor donna i know but she's finally getting lines at least she's speaking we're learning about her <laughs> i kind of wish she had been there when they were dying hair because yeah. like that's like a friend thing it is like a girlfriend thing like i'm like that's what you do you have both your friends over and you do the things yeah but- because honestly that was the worst fake hair dyeing I've ever seen in my life like Kelly was like shaking a ketchup bottle behind her head and that's just not how you do that that was like the fake punch when Brandon (laughs) punched Dylan 
last episode or two episodes ago is like mm. the worst. They have a bad time with their like props and stunts. <laughs> I have to assume that they're going to get better about that. But yeah, I was just like, come on, man. Like, I know. You have had your hair dyed before. Someone on this set knows how to dye hair. They probably have a makeup and hair person on set. <laughs> well, now you're just being ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Too high expectations for this. Well, and then they were saying that, like, the dye had to stay on overnight or something. And it yeah. was like, says who? Yeah, like, you in what universe? You don't anything on that long. Yeah. Like, you totally so damage. bad for you. And, I mean, I mean, obviously she did. Like, yeah. Like, they totally effed that up. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it was patchy and frizzy and, like. So broken. So and broken. horrible. And the color was all wrong. And, oh, man. And Poor rightfully girl. so, she, like, freaks out and wants to wear the hat all day, mm. and, like, her mom tries to, like, make it okay by telling her this, like, anecdote from her childhood. Which was all- honestly bullshit, because I have straightened my hair using an actual iron on an ironing board, and nothing that bad happened to me. Right. Like, no one sets their hair on fire by ironing it. No. Did you literally leave the iron on the hair? And fall asleep, and... <laughs> like- oh, you have to leave the iron on all night. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a surefire way to make your hair burst into flames, but... But, I mean, that was another thing of, like, Cindy kind of sucks as a mom because if Mm -hmm. someone came down and their hair was that messed up and they were that upset about it, like, my mom would have been like, you get one day. Like, we're going to skip this and I will find a salon that's not going to charge $300 Mm -hmm. and we can get this fixed for you. Yeah. Like, my mom... Would not have done that. My mom was also a beautician, so, like, she would have been furious with me for doing this in the first place. She would have been like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, excuse me? But, like, she wouldn't let me go out of the house. She'd be like, someone's going to think I did this. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, like, you, like, took her to the wrong salon or something. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like most moms, maybe not all moms, we won't speak for all moms. Not all moms. Hashtag not all moms. But... I would think that most moms would take their kid to help get it fixed. Yeah. A, because they understand the pressures of school. Being a teenager. And, yeah, like yeah. just saying like, you are beautiful. Like, I appreciate Cindy help. being like, you're a beautiful girl. But like, she's going through something right now. And it's not fixing the problem. Like, words of affirmation in this case does not fix the problem. You no. need action. Yeah, no. Fix her hair and then talk to her and be like, why did you feel the need to do this? Mm-hmm. Which Cindy would already know about, but that's not really the point. Right. And so she just ends up trying too hard in the wrong direction. Yeah, which just pisses Brenda off because mom's not trying to help her fix her problem. Exactly. But She's he- just trying to like smooth the problem over. Yeah, because even when she tries to go for her jog, mom's just like, you don't need to wear the hat. And it's like, says who? Like, it's what almost, are you talking about? It's almost like... Cindy's literally just trying to put a hat over the problem <laughs> instead of trying to actually fix what's... Sorry, that was a bad one, but well, it still and works. Like, I, what, what exactly did Cindy expect to come out of this? Because that yeah. hair, like, if she's going to have to grow it back out to get back to normal... That would take years. It would take years, and it would look so bad because her roots would be dark brown, and then her ends would be that horrible, like, orangey, blondy color and it's all broken and dry and damaged and like cindy you're not even gonna go buy her like the garnier shampoo to fix hair yeah like come on do better like this is before the ombre stuff or ombre ombre <laughs> I mean, whatever yeah was but cool. this, is, <laughs> this is a little intense like, oh yeah and i feel like so if ombre is popular now like cindy would be like 10 years from now she'd be like oh <laughs> yeah. that's hip right let's, yeah. let's go do that so true 
Stupid Cindy. Oh, but oh, you know man. who does help her? Tell Dylan. me. Oh, I know. This is hilarious because first of all, <laughs> okay, so first of all, when she was like going out for her jog and the motorcycle like almost wrecks or whatever, I legitimately thought it was humorous. Like I thought they were trying to make it to where they were trying to make it like she's so ugly. <laughs> like her hair was so bad, like someone That's freaked someone out. And to get so distracted, they almost wrecked their motorcycle. And I laughed out loud when that <laughs> happened. <laughs> and see, when I saw him like on the motorcycle making the U-turn and mm-hmm. like we didn't know who it was because they oh, were yeah. wearing a helmet, I was just like girl, you got to run. Run faster. Run faster. Yeah, like you need to be like going through driveways, jumping over fences, (laughs) like get out of here. And she just like slows down and looks over like, oh, who's this motorcycle? And we've never seen, have we seen Dylan on a motorcycle yet? I don't think so. We've seen the Porsche. Uh, We've seen, I think just the Porsche. Yeah. 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 Because Marianne was the one that had the motorcycle. That's right. Yeah. Which just kind of tells me another thing. Like if she knew that he drove a motorcycle or like wasn't afraid to stop next to someone on a motorcycle. Maybe mm-hmm. he's driven it to their house before, which means he would have known who she was before this episode. True that. It's more than just Brandon's sister. Yeah. But he does stop. He does stop. We get his opening credit scene where he takes off his helmet. Oh, and his hair is so perfect. And I was literally melting. Like, I mean, I love Dylan, but like this was a moment for me. Well, because that was the thing is he knew how, um, like – self-conscious she was yeah like how embarrassed she was about what happened and he was just like like him saying that he likes blondes and brunettes and redheads and all that kind of stuff like that is a better way to make her feel better about herself than mom just being like you look fine yeah i mean in a way like it, his his um his words kind of acted in two ways one that he's a kind of just a typical teenage boy and just mm. likes any girl yeah, like doesn't your hair's matter. not gonna matter i like you but like you. you're a girl yeah like you're a girl and that's what matters not what color your hair is but the other part is that like eh, the hair and the, the looks don't really matter i actually look, like want to like the person which is very it's an evolved dylan thing like evolved you know dylan yeah God, because man. brandon wouldn't do that well and he's setting himself up for good karma unlike yeah. brandon with the bad karma stupid brandon no one likes brandon but then <laughs> Brenda does such a teenage girl moment when she just says, I like your butt. I mean, bike. <laughs> I know. I thought I was like, me too, Brenda. I know, right? Me Hashtag too. me too in this way. <laughs> but yeah, and then he was like, he was like, oh, if this, you know, upsets you that much, I do have a friend that owes me a favor. I can yeah. take you to a salon and get your hair fixed. And I was just like, this is the solution we've been waiting for. Yeah, I've been begging <laughs> Mom, to just, like, go to Target, get some Pantene, get yep. one of those, like, conditioning hair masks and mm-hmm. just help her. And you know what's funny is this, again, which, Lord help us if Darren Star decides to make Dylan bad because it will shatter it for us. Like It's not going to happen. I refuse. It better not. I but will find a way to, like, talk my way out of him being bad. It's truly amazing, though, that every single time we talk about Dylan and Brandon, we always talk about how Brandon is perceived as the good guy and he wants to be the good guy, but he doesn't actually take any action. He Mm -hmm. just says it all. Again, this is Dylan taking the action, being the good guy, not just saying things that, you know, make him sound like a good guy, but actually doing the things that make him a good guy. Literally being like, well, Basically telling Brenda, it doesn't matter. Like, you still look good. I still like you. Mm -hmm. But I understand that this doesn't work for you. So I'm going to actually help you solve this problem by saying that my I have a buddy who owes me a favor. Yeah. And that's solving the problem. I think that was the biggest thing was like 
he did have that whole, like, I understand. Yes. Like, mom never said she understood. No, like, she, she just tried to, No, like, you're fine. Everything's fine. Like, let it fix itself, I guess. Right. Like, she, she was almost, like, course correcting. Yeah. Whereas Dylan's like, problem? Yo, I'll solve it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then does. Because he's the best. He's the best. <sighs> I'm just going to uh, sit here and daydream about him for a minute. I know. Mm. Because I'd also like his butt and his bike. I know. I did right. I like his butt too, Brenda. (laughs) And then Uh, luckily it looks like Brenda takes him up on his offer. She literally just took took off the the wig. wig. Yep. Wig snatched. (laughs) Oh my God. That would have been so great if he was just like, but I can help you with this. And then just like pulled the wig (laughs) off of her head. And then she shook her hair out and it was like back to her brunette. That would be such like a meta thing to do. (laughs) So good. Oh, man. And then she does mention uh, Dylan, like, when Brandon comes in their little Jack and Jill bathroom. And, oh, yeah. And he's like, my friend Dylan. And she's like, my friend Dylan. And, and I'm like, like, ooh, here we go. I'm I'm ready for it. Like, I'm if, so ready. If that is going to be what happens, like, truly, if it is going to be mm-hmm. Brenda and Dylan, I'm for it. Yeah. Like, I'm terrified because it's a teen show, and at some point, one of them is going to break the other's heart, and I'm going to be really upset about it. Yeah. But honestly, like, we talk about wanting something good for Brenda, and there is nothing more good than Dylan McKay. I was going to say, like, literally the best thing that could happen to her is Dylan McKay. Yeah. No, Brenda's in that Dylan elevator with us. Oh, going all the way up. All the way to the top. Penthouse, baby. <laughs> where where he probably exactly. lives in his hotel. <laughs> so it all perfect. works. The analogy is so perfect. Yeah, I really do hope something happens between them. I'm just worried that because these are basically like sit dramas, you know, situational dramas, yeah. that we're just going to get like individual story and then individual story and then individual story and then without the plot. And some of those stories are probably going to end up being like Dylan and Brenda getting mad at each other. And yeah. I just don't want it. It's like, just give me plot. Like, yeah. Like we've established what these characters are about now. So start giving us plot. Yeah. No, we've got like our sliding scale of like, Steve is terrible. Yep. Then you get to Brandon. Then you get to Dylan. Yep. And like, we got it. I got the yeah. boys. I got the girls. I'm done. Yep. Like, we got Andrea. Just... We got Brenda. We even got uh, Donna now a little I, bit. Kind I mean, of. We don't know anything about her, but we know she's judgy. And well, and contact. Kelly's getting more screen time, so she's actually doing something. Yep. And I got to be honest, like, I know Kelly sucks kind of right now, but I love Jenny Garth. I'm going to be honest. If we're doing, like... In actual comparison, like, mm-hmm. the boys suck. Oh, yeah, 100%. And the girls are fine. Like, sometimes Kelly's, you know, a teenage girl. But that's and, like, the thing. She's a teenage a girl. Yeah. Like, who wasn't kind of like this? Like, a little bit shallow, not the best friend in the world. Like... I mean, I never ditched my friends at the beach without a cell phone. Well, that's true. But I'm sure I did other things. Sure. Which we'll not Just, talk about. Well, but it was like, you know, relative to our time period, right? Yeah. Like we were all a Kelly at one point. We we're all a Brenda at one point. But it just seems like all the dudes minus Dylan are just kind of terrible. Well, we don't really know too much about Scott and David, but I have to um, assume that just like they're off being freshmen. Well, and that's the thing. I think at least with them, like we don't necessarily like I have a feeling. And again, I haven't watched season one in a really long time, so I'm not trying to spoil things if this ends up <laughs> happening. But like. like I have a feeling David's going to end up being a really bad friend to Scott. And there's, you know what I mean? Because he's trying so hard to be popular. I that because he's spending so much time trying, he's spending so much time trying to be friends with Steve. And Steve yes. is not a good person to be friends with. Exactly. So I could see that blowing up in his face. Right. And so, but at the same time, I could see it where, you know, 
maybe David is one of the few that's not as terrible. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I kind of hope we get more, a little bit more of David soon because like, even though he's being a little annoying freshman right now, like I still think he is, there's going to be some value in there because mm-hmm. clearly Steve's going to need a friend and it's possible that he doesn't have anyone to turn to but David. I was going to say, I could see like at some point Brandon getting fed up with it because the mm-hmm. last couple episodes have just been Steve being horrible. Right, twice. And yeah, I mean, even Brandon isn't going to put up with that for that long. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to, you know, come up with these situations over and over again, like that's a good one that's like a situation and plot development. Oh, yeah. Definitely, because it's, like, finally, like, Brandon's maybe trying to be the better person, like, yeah. instead of just talking about it. And eventually he keeps seeing these bad things, bad things, bad things, to use the worst, that he gets fed up with it and realizes, like, wait a minute, this mm. is the part where I can actually do the action and do the thing. Yeah. And be good. And, yeah. And Steve is toxic to me. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, Steve deserves it. Yeah. I'm be honest. Yep. Because he, because then Steve needs to hit like rock bottom. Or Steve like, has to hit rock bottom yeah. in order to come up. Exactly. Because I feel like he could be a good dude and maybe he needs the right relationship or the right friendship to make that happen. Like Dylan. Right. Or maybe there's a girl we don't know yet. Or maybe there's a girl we do know. But, you know, you know what I mean? Like we just don't, there's things we don't know yet. Yeah. But there's clearly like some plot development that could start. We just need it to start. Yeah. And maybe this Dylan Brenda like interaction kind of kicks it off. I mean, that's really the thing is like Dylan is finally being that joining factor of like, all right, here's the boys and here's the girls. Exactly. Dylan has talked to more of the cast than anybody else so far that's so true that's a good point because really we've only seen andrea and brandon mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit of Stephen kelly but really they're on the outs because they broke up yeah and then we've seen like brandon scott doesn't really talk to anybody no david only talks to steve but uh, wants to talk to kelly but he talked to brandon once and oh, he's right. like <laughs> kind of he's kind of talked to the girls but like it hasn't actually been conversations it's been like Creeping up on them with a camera yep. and then blacking out. Yeah. <laughs> and then fainting and breaking the camera. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, Dylan, you know, has talked to the girls. He's talked to Brandon. He's talked to Steve. He, you know, has interacted with the girls of the week. Right. Like, he has probably talked to the most people and is just, he's just amazing. Like, I have nothing better than, like, Dylan's going to be what brings this whole thing together. And I'm for it. He's the glue. Okay, so what would you rate the episode? All right, I got to go through my process again because <laughs> I'm conflicted again, so it may get a C for conflicted. But honestly, Dylan's in it, so we're already up high. So uh-huh. I'm going to start this off at an A because Dylan's in it, and we get the I like your butt. That's one of my favorite things. It's so good. Um, Honestly, it's probably one of the better ones we've seen so far. Agreed. I mean, Brandon made me real mad the whole time. But like as far as like an actual episode, the construction of it and like the there's a little bit of plot movement. So mm-hmm. I actually might give it. Let's see. I'll give it a B plus. Here's why. Bs are not mentioned in the curve. I did make a comment about that. So I like that there's a B here. Um B plus, the plus is obviously for Dylan. Plus is always Dylan. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I do actually think it was a good episode because it, yeah, it no, I kind of, agree. the Andrea-Brandon dynamic was good. The Steve's still the worst is still there. Aunt Donna gets lines. 
Dylan and Brenda get some interaction. So yeah, I'm going to stick with my B+. I'm going to stick there. And Z, I'm going to go real bold, and I'm going to give it an A. Whoa, our first A. I know. I have a feeling over, you know, 300 some odd episodes, we're going to get a lot better with the grading scale. Yeah, because we'll have perspective. There's going to be a curve, (laughs) and there can only be so many A's. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, you made, like... I have a lot of the same points. Like Donna finally got some lines. So Mm -hmm. she's not just sitting there doing nothing. You know, Dylan's there. He like bridged the gap between a lot of the friend groups. There was, you know, some character development. Like we got to see actual conflict between Andrea and Brandon and like kind of testing their relationship. Like Brandon still sucked, but that didn't really surprise me anymore. Dad still sucks, but that doesn't really surprise me anymore. Same with mom. (laughs) And then, like, now I'm on, like, a Brenda and Dylan ship. Oh, yeah. Brenda Dylan? I got nothing there. Brenlin. <laughs> Dilda? Dilda. <laughs> yeah. No. Brillin. Dilda. Dil- yeah. Dilda. Dilda. Let's do Dilda. Dilda. Yeah. Oh no, I'm on the Dilda ship. All right. So, first day. Oh, I'll, gosh. I'll give it. All right. I like your butt and your bike. I like yours, too. And, yeah, he, like, totally fires back, like, I like yours, too, but didn't specify which oh. we was talking about because Brenda was not on a bike. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if if he had said that to me, if, like, I had, you know, had that Freudian slip, and I was like, I like your butt, and he's like, I like yours, too. I would have just, like, I would have blacked out. I probably would have like, just, David. like, David, I was just, <gasps> yeah. I, I would have turned around sprinted and ran. in the opposite <laughs> direction be like, no way, this isn't happening. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah, no, I would have run home and been like, dear diary. Yeah. And then I'd be like, wait a minute. I have to call Kelly. Yeah. Like, I would have been like every single direction. Oh, I wouldn't have called Kelly. Man, I'm keeping that to myself. You know Brenda called Kelly. Yeah, you right. You right. Immediately. After <laughs> she had just showed up to school in that blossom hat with that horrible It hair. was a blossom hat. I almost made a comment about that earlier and I almost said it, but I didn't. But yes, it was such a blossom yeah, hat. Yeah, no, like she showed up looking just, oh, poor girl. I so know. bad. And then, like, he takes her to get her hair fixed on his motorcycle, and he likes her butt. Like, she's <laughs> yeah. telling everybody. She's so telling everyone. Like, she's making flyers. She would she's yell it. She's hiring the, scre- the Ooh. S- sky riders yep. and having them fly the planes around. She's calling Marianne. She's like, hey, would you get your plane? Can I borrow it? <laughs> <laughs> I have an important message. I need this plane. <laughs> All right. Well, that was season one, episode six, Higher Education. Next time we got episode seven, which is, it is do we know? Perfect Mom. Oh, wait. Oh, it's gonna God. It's going to be a mom episode. It's going to be a Cindy episode. Ugh. Maybe it'll be fine. All right. Maybe, maybe this is like her her Joyce moment, like from Buffy. Oh, like, I was about to say Joyce? From- hmm. So second Buffy mention, if I'm counting in my head. Yeah, but it's technically like, <laughs> an ad- it's... One a continuum one. of the first one, yes. Okay. We're at like 1.1. All right. I'll let That's, that one slide. Fine. So shout outs. Shout outs. I'm going to do one first while producer Mary is getting our our big list because I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to my dude, Cy. He works with me. He also has an awesome podcast called The Future Bachelor. It's out everywhere all the time. It's got about 60 episodes, so check it out. But he has been super instrumental in helping us get off the ground, toss ideas, He gave us the idea to have stickers with our handles on it for social, things like that. Put them everywhere. So I cannot thank you enough, Cy. You are the best. So go follow him. Again, that's at The Future Bachelor, and that's The Future Bachelor Podcast. 
Thank you, Sai. You are the best. And thank you so much to all of our Twitter babies. Thank you for mm-hmm. following us um, at White Kosky at Jim Walsh BH nine zero two one zero. I'm so glad Jim is on. Just out there, a part of this. I'm so glad you. <laughs> He's exist. part of the family. Oh my gosh. Tell Cindy we say hi. Um, <laughs> we are halfway through the Walshes with her followers. And I also want to give a shout out to Cindy because I love you. Yeah. I feel like I said some harsh words at the beginning, but it's just because I'm a teenager who had a mom, <laughs> has a mom, but I was a teenager who had a mom. Right. You know what I mean? I love but you, Cindy, mom. you brought it. <laughs> okay. And continuing um, a thank you to at a fans girl 2382 at Pad at everett emerita and at harriet btlr we love our twitter followers follow us at back to podcast also another shout out ariel you want to do this one i'm trying my phone is not connecting (laughs) all right well i'll try to get my phone yeah i was gonna say somebody else help me okay all right finally our itunes reviewers that fly kid oh which is also (laughs) sai Gave us five stars. Thanks again, Sai. And said this bat this podcast is like traveling time. Love it. Future Bachelor Podcast. Check it out. <laughs> and LA Soccer Chick Eleven says, Laughs. Hysterical podcast. And I agree. <laughs> That's what we love to hear. We appreciate your reviews. Make sure to continue to rate us and review us on iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. I know you can't review, but just listen to us there. Google Play. Podbean, pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. We love your feedback. We want your feedback. We trust your feedback. Send us an email. Yeah. Also hit us up on the Gmails, on the Hotmails, on the Yahoos, whatever you've got at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. For all of us here at Back to Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. Bye. (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm Mary. Shit. (laughs) Can we do that again? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you had two options. It was a 50-50 chance. Either way. Sorry, I didn't know that was a say your name look. I thought that was the bye look. (laughs) Hey, I wasn't wasn't ready for the bye. It's fair. You don't know all of my looks yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll do it again. For all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.